Hi, hello, and welcome back to the Life of the Fans podcast. I'm your host, Gavin, with my buddy Sloan. It's a pleasure to be here, Gavin. We got some good stuff to talk about today. Yeah, so, uh, Super Bowl week. A lot of good stuff from the that, Super Bowl. It was a very exciting game. It was. The NFL season is now over. We have some trades we got to talk about. NBA, some stuff, you know, good it's stuff. Baseball. Ah, Baseball is not my forte, but there was some good stuff happening last night. Well, we'll get into it all, but uh, let's start let's, off with some... You, some you had a good story from... Uh, pro- I yeah. did. I, w- I was just telling you. Um, so, I, I, I bet all of us here do prop bets and Super Bowl boxes, or at least a lot of us, right? And for those of you who don't know, a prop bet is when you bet on something very specific, like Mahomes or rushing yards. Or like the National Anthem time, or like, will A-Rod be shown during halftime? For the record, he was shown during halftime. But the person who runs the prop bet decided that he wasn't shown during the halftime performance, even though the paper clearly said halftime show. So I lost. I didn't win. Lost out on a lot of money. Lost out on a lot of prop bet money. So, you know, I'm upset. But I'm still in play for the boxes, right, as the game is going on. The box score. My numbers are, I believe it was San, it was San Francisco 3 Kansas City zero and for like the majority of like every single quarter it was three zero like the, throughout the first for the first quarter it was three zero with like seven minutes left yeah in the first quarter and then um Kansas yeah, City goes and with like under a minute they score a touchdown and they actually went for it on fourth down and got it too so if they didn't get that I won the first quarter but that's fine there's three more quarters left right no no the second quarter Similar thing happens. Uh, the final score is ten to ten, and uh, I was looking good because the Chiefs scored the field goal early on, and it was three to ten. Chiefs Niners, or yeah, Chiefs were up, Niners were down, and the Niners went and they scored a touchdown, and um, it was ten ten. And at this point, you know, it was probably looking really good for you know the Chiefs got the ball back, and the Niners actually stopped them. The Chiefs punted the ball to the Niners. They had a minute left and three timeouts. I know, no. And then, first of all, they start off with, like, two run plays or whatever. So it, it gets... Idiotic, in it, my it, opinion. It was. I was. That could have cost them the game because if they go down and score a touchdown, even a field goal, I would have preferred the field goal. But they go down, they score the... They, uh, they get, had the deep ball to Kittle on third down. But it's offensive pass interference. And, you know, I actually saw a video. It was that side-by-side with the Kyle Rudolph game-winning touchdown. Kyle Rudolph... Was a push off. We don't need to talk about that. And I mean, if if that was a push off, then the Kyle Rudolph one was most certainly a push off. Hey. So I didn't think the George Kittle one was pass interference, but I, I there was definitely some bias in there. So so yes, horrible coaching. And I, things were looking up for me, but whatever. Halftime ended up ended ended ten to ten, and there's still there's still another half, you know, and things are looking good because three nothing three three nothing are good numbers to have. So it's the end of the third quarter. You know, and once again, I believe now it's twenty to twenty. Instead, no, no. no. Yeah, because it was zero zero. Twenty to ten. Oh, it's twenty to ten. You're right. They had the ten point lead. Okay, my bad. I'm sorry. I just knew it was zero zero. So yeah, twenty twenty ten. Chiefs are up. No, Niners are up. Sorry, Niners are up. It's Jesus, tw- Gavin. You gotta you gotta start looking over your stuff. <laughs> uh, listen, it was a long day today. I'm tired. It happens to all of us. I'm sorry. Anyways, uh, 2010 Chiefs. I thought the Niners were going to get a field goal there to end it, but they didn't. And this 11-year-old kid is going crazy because he just won 
two back-to-back boxes, and now he wants to spend it on Clash Royale. <laughs> so that's a phone app. And uh, if I had to guess, he's not going to play that much longer. Then I, you know, I'm going to get more mileage out of a pair of shoes or something. So I was angry. I was very angry. And um, it, was a, it was a long day for you. It was a long day. But it, it was a good game. Very interesting. You know, I heard, I read an article on ESPN that talked about uh, Mahomes' a bad beat. So Mahomes, the over-under for Mahomes' rushing yards going into the game was 30 and a half rushing yards. Okay, so you, he had that. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. Going into the fourth quarter, he had 44 rushing Going into the last drive, yeah, he had 44 I, yeah. rushing yards. But on the last on the last drive, he took three straight kneel downs for negative 15 yards, and he ended with 29 rushing yards. Oh, that's right, because he ran back a lot on them. He, he, oh. he lost 15 yards. So, ooh. so I thought mine was bad. No, mine was bad. Mine was really this bad. This might have been worse. This... Uh, to anyone who had that bet, I'm sorry, because that sucks. Because you had that in the bag. Like, even when they kneel down, they just take a kneel couple steps. Kneel down like, minus, you know, negative one yard. Yeah, not but, well, what they were trying to do was burn some clock, I know. Correct? It was so, clever. Yeah. It was clever. And they don't really care about whether or not I make money or not. Yeah. It means nothing to them. They just, they're they just trying to win the Super Bowl. <laughs> so hats off to them. We'll talk more about the game after this. For now, cue the music. Ready, set, go! So yeah, all right. The Super Bowl, it was actually a really good game. Very interesting. Up until that fourth quarter, it was it was really tight. Although San Francisco had a big lead there for a while. I personally thought San Fran was going to run away with it after they had they were up 10. Well, their run game has been so so dominant in the playoffs. I thought they would have run the ball out, but You know what the crazy thing is? They were averaging 7 yards a carry and Garoppolo even threw it 31 times. Which is 23 more than he did last week when he only threw it eight times and they dominated with their run game. I don't know why they didn't run the ball. You have a 10-point lead going into the fourth quarter. You're up against the most explosive offense in football. And you're not running the clock out? That's ridiculous. You want to know why? Why? Their coach, Kyle Shanahan, do, do you remember where he's also from? Atlanta. You know what Atlanta did? 28 to 3? They blow a 28 to 3. 28 lead. to 3. Well, this wasn't that bad, but it's still, I don't get it. I don't get it. You know what? It was it was Mahomes Super Bowl MVP, Patrick Mahomes II. Just, he did it again. Now, I want to talk to you about Super Bowl MVP oh. because there's a lot of people saying it should have been Damian Williams, including myself. I would say Damian Williams had the better game. Mahomes dug them that hole. But does it matter? who dug the hole, he was the most valuable player. They're not getting to the Super Bowl if it wasn't for Mahomes. They're not getting to the Super Bowl if it's not for home, for Mahomes? Yeah. But I think without Damian Williams, I don't think they win the game. It's kind of like um when the Colts beat the Bears in the Super Bowl a while back. Peyton Manning won the Super Bowl MVP just by having a bad game. But you want to know why Peyton Manning won the MVP? Because he carried that team to the Super Bowl. The entire playoffs and the entire regular season. So I understand that argument. I do. But I, it's Super Bowl MVP. If he was the MVP, if he's the MVP of the regular season, that's because he got the team that far. 
they're different awards. Super Bowl MVP to me is who has the best game. But I, I don't think you're wrong. But that's just what I he view did the award help them. As. Escape a double-digit deficit with seven minutes left. Damian Williams had a nice game. He had he had two touchdowns. He he played really well. He had over a hundred yards. He had some receiving yards too. He actually cost me my bold prediction, or not oh, my bold prediction, my score prediction. Ooh, what was that? What was that again? My score prediction. I had the Chiefs winning twenty-four to twenty. And that was that looked like it was gonna happen with too. Like three minutes or so left in the fourth quarter. No, nah, I think it was less. It was like under two minutes. Whatever it was, it was it was late in the fourth quarter, and the Chiefs the Chiefs were up twenty four twenty. It was with a minute and twelve seconds left, so you were a little off. I was a little off. Um, that's what we're about here. We learn from our mistakes, and life of the fans. That's yeah, but that's besides the point. Just had to get a little plug in there. Shout out Pat McAfee. <laughs> <laughs> Again. Again. Back no, to Damian Williams. Back to Damian Williams. Yes. So you said he's yeah he scores with a minute twelve seconds left. They could easily run out the clock, especially with the game he had. And they score is twenty four twenty with a minute left. I'm like, all right, I lost out on the box. I lost out on the prop bet. But you know what? I might get it for you guys. I might get it for you guys. There was no money there, but you know what? I you know what I was winning the most important prize of all, and that's pride. For all twenty of you listeners, we wanted to prove you that we knew our stuff. Confidence. Confidence. Wow, twenty. That's what you think it is. It was probably more than twenty, but well, you know what? I'll, I'll leave that. I'll, I'll, I'll leave that up to you guys. So yeah, um, Damian Williams to me, he deserved MVP. Bold prediction was wrong. Lost the box. Should we go over those bold predictions bets. real quick? Yeah, bold prediction was wrong. Score prediction was wrong. Yeah, so, so I, I had a pretty rough day. So my bold prediction, one of them was that Miko Hardman would have two touchdowns. Unfortunately. He did not have two touchdowns. He didn't even have one touchdown. Did he even have? He had a couple catches. He had like. Yeah, that was a pretty bad. He was a difference maker. But you know what? You're not supposed to get your bold predictions right. No, they're they're bold. However, I was close. I said Mahomes would have two rushing touchdowns. He'd have three total touchdowns, which he did. He did. But I said he would have two rushing and one through the air. He He was close. He had had one rushing touchdown and he had two through the air. So you know what? A little pat on the back to me. I was, that story, story of that game was I was super close. And uh, what was the other one I had? Um, do you do you remember them? You said Tevin Coleman. I said Tevin Coleman and or Matt Breida would be the leading rusher. They were not. I took the opposite of that. I said that Raheem the Dream Mostert was gonna rush for 150 yards and two touchdowns again, and he did not do that. He was he was had a lot of rushing yards, but was not effective as the game closed out. But that's okay. You live and you learn. You live and you learn. Halftime, though. That was that, funny. That was interesting. Um, Shakira went all Magic Conch SpongeBob episode on us. You know, all hell the Magic Conch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was, that was quite a halftime show. And I'm just going to leave it at that. Commercials were very good. Commercials, yes. Yes, commercials. Some one of my favorites was the Baby Nut commercial. Oh, Baby Nut was good. Oh, we got to talk about the Tom Brady Hulu commercial because <laughs> I, he had me for he a had second. Me. I thought he was going to retire. I didn't think he was going to retire going into that. Like I, I had heard there'd be a Brady. Well, well he had the Brady cryptic commercial. Instagram. Yeah, post right. Hinting towards the commercial that looked like he was walking out of the stadium, but some people thought he was walking into the stadium. I personally thought he was walking out. I thought he was leaving. He was going to retire. Yeah, but no. He, he, he started off, he sort of swerved us all. 
He, I don't remember the exact commercial, but long story short, he was he like... He said, Hulu's not going anywhere, or live TV's not going anywhere, just like me, I'm not going anywhere. Right, but how did he start it? He started saying like... It was like, a Hulu commercial. No, it was like, a so great, he was like I had a great career or whatever. He, and it sort of sounded like he was retiring. He was getting all emotional, the commercial was like black and white. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was... He, he had me for a second. I truly thought going into that, there was, I was like, there's no way he was retiring. He said he wasn't. I was I I was like this is a perfect stage to do it. Commercial halftime. He's getting paid to retire right now. He's in a commercial about to retire. Is there a better way to go out? Maybe we're just gonna have to wait and see when he does yeah. retire. Yeah. Uh, another good commercial. The Rick and Morty Pringles. Commercial. That was funny. That was, that was funny. funny. Rick and Morty was uh, just going crazy. I do love Eat Pringles. I, I love post Super Bowl when you're watching TV, but they're still airing the Super Bowl commercials. Oh, I saw the Old Town Road Lil Nas X commercial this morning. Oh, did you? Yeah, that was a good one too. They were all good. That they were actually Mount, better this year. Mountain Dew. Uh, they're for the weirdest things. Like, like remember that Aquaman one where he walks in and he's all jacked and he takes like his like he skin off and he's like this little like skeleton guy. I have no idea what that was advertising, that was but it was it was extremely funny. I was too busy laughing to figure out what that was about. Yeah. So you like good job marketers because you made a phenomenal commercial, but I have no idea what you were selling me. <laughs> like I, I'm sorry, I I just don't. Now one of the more important parts about the Super Bowl is the legacy of. Coach Andy Reid. He secured himself as... A Hall of Famer, for sure. Hall of Famer, for book. sure. One of the greatest coaches ever. Top 10? Top... I would no, get, that, I, that's pushing it. That's, that's pushing, pushing it. it. I think I'd give it to him. I Obviously, I can't name 10 coaches off the top of my head that I think are better Belichick, than Andy Reid. Parcells. Well, yeah. Jimmy Johnson. There are those. Tom Landry. Chuck Knoll. Don Shula. Shula, that's the one I was that's thinking of. six. Yeah, I mean, there, there are plenty of great coaches. But Jimmy just Andy Reid... But doesn't he have like the best win? He he's up there with like win loss record. He won his. This is crazy. He won his. He got his two hundred and twenty second win on February second, uh, yeah. two thousand and twenty. That's a little weird to me. Yeah, it was meant to be. A lot of twos. A lot, a lot of, of twos. twos. A lot of twos going on there. That date backwards, by the way. It's February second, twenty twenty. That date backwards, like o two o two whatever. It's uh, it's February twenty twenty backwards. Palindrome, right? Isn't that what it's yeah, called? Yeah, the palindrome. I don't know. We don't science here. Andy Reid, one of my favorite sound bites from him from the night was when they asked him how he was going to celebrate. And he goes, I don't know. I'll probably get a cheeseburger. Maybe it'll be double tonight. <laughs> oh, that's my Andy Reid. Well, you can only imagine how excited he was for the buffet at the White House. Speaking of sound bites and buffets at the White House, that Trump thing, that, that was pretty <laughs> funny. The President of the United States does not know where the Kansas City Chiefs play. <laughs> He, he tweeted, he said, congrats to the great state of Kansas on their Super Bowl win. Kansas City is in Missouri. This The Kansas City Ka- Chiefs play in Missouri. Yeah, they play in Kansas City, Missouri. Now, I, I can understand that that's confusing. And probably, like, if, if nobody pointed that out, that probably would have went right over my house. But the President of the United States, now, I, I don't get political. I don't. Like, I stay out of all that. Like, I if, if you follow Angry Knicks fans, which you should, and if you don't... Uh, Stop listening to the podcast. Pa- no, put it on pause. No, don't. put it on pause. Follow, because you gotta focus. You gotta focus. Focus on the memes. Following your Knicks fans, and you know, once you're done dying at my memes, come back and start dying at this hilarious podcast we have for you guys. So yeah, so the president of the United States, that's that's not good. But if you saw on Instagram, he uh, he announced the space force. We're getting like a space force now. I don't know what. How is he what, what are we defending in space? Aliens. It's gonna be a branch of the military. Yeah, right? I, I 
I get that's pretty cool though. Like to be to fight in the military and go to space. I don't know what they're defending. Are we like defending the moon from potential rocks? Like, er, get ha- away from us. I had I had it on in the background, but um, I wasn't really paying attention. So I look up and the title is like, "We're now getting a space force," and I, it literally reminded me of something right out of Star Wars. So I put in my story. It was a picture of like the Rise of Skywalker poster, and I said the Rise of Space Force, and I said no, I'm not getting political. I'm getting Star Wars, and the only politics I care about are trade laws. And if you've never seen Star Wars, that's pretty much all that Attack of the Clones is about. You, you could skip that one. Now, yeah, Attack of the Clones, not my favorite. No, not even up there. That's like, all right. So I, I've never actually seen Star Wars until recently. Well, I'd seen it, but like. I, I'm watching it. I started with A New Hope, and I'm going in the order they were released is how I'm doing it. So I just watched Revenge of the Sith. Which is a whole nother episode. Whole nother episode. We'll but you know, long story short, I'm a Star Wars guy. You know, I'm not I'm not a diehard, but I enjoy it. So I watched Attack of the Clones, so now I can make Star Wars references. You're welcome. So yeah, back to the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. For me, one of the most underrated storylines of the game was the Chiefs defense and how dominant Chris Jones was. Steve Spagnola. Chiefs former, defensive coordinator, former, former giant. giant, former giant defense. I actually loved him when he was here. When we hired McAdoo, I wanted him to be the coach, but I didn't get what I wanted. And well, McAdoo took us to the playoffs. And then Spagnola he, had yeah. a great game plan. You know, kind of forced Jimmy G in the fourth quarter to step up. And he really the did. Uh, credit to him. He's not getting talked about enough. They're, everyone's like Andy Reid, but like uh, Spagnola really turned that defense around because they were atrocious last year. For me, a lot of the credit goes to Chris Jones. He had three crucial bat downs, um, two in the fourth quarter, where he just batted the ball down on a potential good play for the Niners. Oh, I do remember those, yeah. yeah. The Niners were driving, and Chris Jones just sticks his big hand up and swats it down. Yeah, he's he's an animal. He he's is filthy. An animal. So uh, yeah, that's definitely enough Super Bowl talk for today. Probably should transition into the NBA and MLB as there was some big news last night. Um, there was a huge four-team trade last night, centered around Clint Capella and Robert Covington. Clint Capella was traded to the Atlanta Hawks. Robert Covington was traded to the. Houston Rockets, he'll be their star 3 and D guy. Add, add a nice element to that team. That was that was a pretty big trade. There was some first-round picks involved. Yeah, the Timberwolves, I believe, got the Brooklyn Nets protected first-round pick. And the Nuggets got a pick, Who the Rockets pick, right? Yeah. Yeah, that was that was pretty big. Uh, Malik Beasley is also now a Timberwolf. And Juan Hernan Gomez. Oh, love Juan, Juan. Hernan Gomez. It was I his hat, Mr. Krabs. He was number one. <laughs> that was a little cheesy, but it's fine. Eh, it's all right. That's what we're here for. Uh, some Knicks drama. Knicks fired President Steve Mills. Yo, hold, hold on on that, because there's a lot I want to say about that. But first, uh, just to, to sort of wrap up that three-team trade, who do you think won that? It was a four-team trade, or, actually. Oh, yeah, you're right. I was thinking the baseball one, which we'll get to uh, that later, too. Stick around. Honestly, I don't think anyone won the trade. It was a weird trade. I don't feel like there were any clear winners or losers. I think the Hawks or the Timberwolves won. I think the Hawks, well, their lineup looks really nice now. The Hawks? With the trio of of John Collins, Clint Capella, and Trey Young. Little, little mini Lob City. Not exactly, but. Their Not own, exactly, their but. Own recreation. I, I get it. Their own their own version. Their own little. Like, like a, Atlanta version. Like a crappy cover. Yeah. 
But, you know, like, it's still good to hear the song, but, like, you'd rather hear the original. Definitely. And, wow, that analogy was on point. On point, as usual, Gavin. My analogies are very hit or miss. You'll you'll learn that as as we release more episodes. But, yeah. So, I, I don't know. I feel like the the Hawks definitely, for the future, but I feel like their draft pick might get hurt from for that. For me, it was just, I don't understand why the Rockets would do that. Because who's their center now? Probably try and clear cap space. Like yeah, but like they're still a contender. I know it's the weird. It's, thing. I was, that was that was a weird trade for them. I thought they would have gotten more for Capella. Yeah. I Capella had well, they got value. they got the Nets pick, right? That was them. No, that was the Timberwolves. Timberwolves. Yeah. Wait. So what? Did, oh, they got Covington. They That's what got it was. Covington. And it was a crazy trade. Yeah. I'm lost. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. A lot of moving pieces. Uh, yeah. No. So they got Covington. That was big. But they, I feel like they needed a big. Like now they're. Now they're pretty weak down low. Nuggets also got some nice depth pieces. They got Kata Bates Diop, Gerald Green, Shabazz Napier, Noah Vonley, a former New York Nick, and the Rockets' 2020 first round pick. Well, that's exactly what the Nuggets need, I feel I feel like. Some depth to. Uh, a little bit of depth. A little bit of depth. I think they need one more. They could definitely score. use a score, Marcus yeah. Marcus Morris. Marcus Morris would be nice. I. I for the longest time, it's been Morris for Michael Porter, but I don't, I, that doesn't look likely. I've heard the uh, the Lakers and the Clippers are in a bidding war right now for Marcus Morris. That would be interesting. Yeah, I it's it's finally nice to see someone else doing the bidding war for a Knicks player. Oh my God, how many friends have we missed out on? Yes, yeah, it's it's just it's just nice to finally win one. Although I haven't seen the trade yet, so I'm not trying to get my hopes well, up. But a, I'm getting my. There was hopes a speculation up. that the Knicks might trade for Kyle Kuzma. Yeah, so it was well, it was Morris and Trier for Kuzma and Caruso. If Caruso becomes a Nick, that would I'm be gonna lose awesome. it. That would be awesome. Love Alex Caruso. Yeah. So we got a new segment for you guys. We want to try out. It's called "Should He Stay or Should He Go?" Centered around some guys we think could possibly be on the move as the NBA trade trade deadline approaches. So assuming Sloan has not peaked at my list. He doesn't know. I have not peeked at the list, Gavin. Do not worry. You seem suspicious. Uh, suspicious? N- me? Nah. All right. Well, whether you saw it or not, I'm still going to ask you. So here we go. It, what we're going to do here is we're going to I'm going to add give you a player. You're going to tell me whether he stays or whether he leaves, and uh, which team he would go to, and maybe a package uh, sort of trade scenario if you can come up with one. All right. Yeah. Come on. I'll- all right, yeah. you'll do your best. I'll do my best. All right, so the first one I got here is D'Angelo Russell. I think he's actually going to stay. The Warriors have made it clear that they want to see D'Lo and Steph Curry play together. And right now, I don't think D'Lo's value is actually at its max potential. Because D'Lo was an all-star last year. And this year, you know, he's playing on the bad Warriors team. But if he were to be traded, which I don't think he will... Look out for the Timberwolves, who just traded for another first-round pick. I think they could possibly make a swing at D'Lo. Maybe the Knicks, but, you know, I don't have hope that they will make a trade for D'Lo. You know, it's funny that you say you're gonna th- that he think that you think he's going to stay with the Warriors, because I actually specifically asked you that one, because I thought you would say he's going to get traded, and I thought he's staying with the Warriors, so I, we agree. Ah, that, that was a coincidence. That we worked did not out. plan that, we did not plan that. Look, all for opinions here. Um, next one I got, speaking of the Timberwolves, Carl Anthony Towns. I think 
He's on the move. I think that is going to be a blockbuster deal tomorrow. But you have D'Lo getting... Oh, you think D'Lo's staying? I think D'Lo's going to stay. Okay, okay. But, you know, I had to, you know, give some juice to that D'Lo part. Where he could possibly go. Yeah, I think Carl yeah. Towns is going to be traded. Look for the Knicks to make a push and fail. No surprise there. Look for a, a contender, on, contender on the brink to make a push for him. I can see that. I, don't, I feel like they want to keep him, though. Yeah. Obviously, I mean, who wouldn't want to keep No, Carl but, like, Towns? I feel like, well, uh, apparently the T-Wolves, if, if, if I'm asking you, where do you think he's going to go, though? You said a contender. Possibly, like, a young team, such as the Chicago Bulls, could try and package some of their young talent. I know they just drafted Wendell Carter Jr. last year, but, I mean, if you're getting Carl Towns, Wendell Carter Jr. is nothing. I could I could see the Bulls. That would make sense. Maybe throwing like a, a Chris Dunn, possibly. Back to the T Wolves. That could be cool. Reunion part Interesting. two. Chris Dunn, T Wolves part two. Yeah, alright. So another one here is Andre Ugadala. He's definitely getting moved. Definitely and if he doesn't moved. get traded, he's gonna be bought out by the Grizzlies. He has no use to them. The players don't even want him there anymore. He's I think he, he's gonna go to one of the LA teams to me. Yeah. They're not gonna pay a lot because they know they could Get him in free agency, assuming he gets bought out. But, yeah, he's definitely on the move. Probably to L.A. Okay, I like that. I like that. Uh, next one I got here are both Thunder guards, Dennis Schroeder and Chris Paul. I don't think Chris Paul is going to be traded. Not because he's bad, but because of that massive $40 million contract. Who in their right mind wants to trade for that? Listen, Chris Paul has been amazing this year. Like, 16 points per game, 11 assists. He's been amazing. But that is a lot of money for someone that old. That is quite a lot. Dennis Schroeder, on the other hand, he's been very good this year. I think someone could overpay for him. Possibly a team like the Lakers, you know. I heard they were in some talks for Derrick Rose, possibly. But I feel like Schroeder might be a better fit. They've been looking for a point guard. And another team I think that could be interested in Schroeder is... The Magic, they're in the playoff on currently, looking for that eight seed. That's for, a good one. That's yeah. a good one. They could like use that. another score. They're a little underwhelming and boring to watch. They are quite boring to watch. But I, I think Denshru can maybe give them a, a little spark. Yeah, no, I agree with that. All right, then I got one last one for you, and that is Andre Drummond. Andre Drummond, I think he's going to stay and test free agency next year. I think the Pistons aren't really happy with some of the offers that they're getting. I thought the Hawks were going to get them for a little while, but then they just got Capella. But if so, he leaves in free agency, why wouldn't they trade him? It makes perfect sense, I feel like. I don't think any team is going to offer. Offer the right price or just offer, period? Offer, period, because they don't think he's going to resign with them. Oh, I get that. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. I, I All right, so I have him going to Portland. I could see. That's, that's an interesting one. Yeah, I know they have Hassan Whiteside, but uh, maybe I, a little swap. I, I feel like they could do a swap. I feel like yeah, I think they would do a swap, and obviously some other things some thrown picks, in there. Some, some definitely some picks and maybe some players. But yeah, Drummond, that'd be yeah, yeah. I feel like he goes to Portland, but I, I respect your opinion. That is interesting. Yeah, so that's uh, that's it for should he stay or should he go. Uh, definitely want to bring that one back. I feel like that's a good segment. Maybe yeah. for free agency, NFL free agency. Oh, well, we don't want to tell them all of our future secrets. All right, well, you got to keep that on the down low then. Okay, guys? Tell your friends. Tune in. Should he stay or should he go? Yeah. Future segment. Future segment. All right, so uh, switching over to more trade talks. 
Huge news in baseball last night. Mookie Betts was traded alongside David Price to the L.A. Dodgers. Now, as you'll see, our title is Bets in Boxes, and you're probably thinking, Bets. Like, I spelled Bets wrong because we were talking about Bets in the beginning of the episode. We did not spell Bets wrong. That was quite intentional. That was quite intentional. Puns. Yeah, and uh, because, you know, the Super Bowl Bets and that box thing, which I'm still mad about. Uh, Sorry, I'm just having a moment. But yeah, that was... That trade really shook everything up. You know, personally, I'm not the biggest baseball guy. Me neither. I remember a little while back, Mookie Betts had this huge hitting streak. Yeah, in the MVP season. MVP season, he had like, he went on for like 30 games, I believe, a hitting streak. He's real good. Every He's game, good. just hitting, now, the bat, hitting that ball with the bat. Uh, you'll notice we we probably don't won't talk a lot of baseball. I mean, maybe in the summers, you know, sports season gets a little dry. World Series, playoff baseball, I love. I do love playoff baseball. But the four major sports, I will say, it's probably my least favorite. I'm sorry, sorry to offend the baseball fans. I know they get like really defensive or whatever. But you know what it is what it is. That's my opinion. It's not fact. It's a- well, I do know that Mookie Betts is a hell of a player, and the Dodgers just got. Wow, that was that was a good trade for them, I think. Although I do I do see why the Red Sox did it as a Mookie Betts is an upcoming free agent and they got a it, I don't think he was top 50, but I think I think he was 53. I'm not quite sure, but I I believe he, they got the 53 best pro, 53rd best prospect in the league and that's really good. Alex uh, Verdugo, I believe his name Alex is. Alex Verdugo, yeah. Um he's he's a good player. I don't know much about him, but I do know he's a freak athletically. So, they got he could be good down the road for them, but the Vegas released their World Series odds, their updated World Series odds today. The Yankees are three hundred fifty, are plus three hundred fifty, and the Dodgers are plus four hundred. So go Yankees, you know. Go Yankees. Not a big baseball guy, but you know, if you gotta choose a team, always go local. Yeah, I feel that. Yankees. I feel that. So um, yeah, but it it's gonna be close. And it's going to be a very interesting season. I, I I do think that'll be the World Series, though. I mean, I, I don't. I'm not going to go bold, at least not yet, before I know a little more. But Yankees Dodgers does look like the favorite World Series matchup, so I could see that. So the XFL is starting on Saturday, opening weekend. Yeah, uh, I'm actually pretty big on the XFL. Uh, we spoke about it in the first episode, and we're back to it here. I feel like it was a must, considering it kicks off this weekend. So, um. Yeah, any any predictions? Um, my I don't know what it's gonna be called. Obviously, it's not gonna be called the Super Bowl. Right, I guess just the championship. So like, I've the DC Defenders, led by Cardale Jones, former Ohio State national champion, okay, quarterback, leading the Defenders to a championship over the Dallas Renegades, led by former Steelers quarterback Landry Jones. All right, well, I also have the Renegades in the championship, but instead I have them facing off against my team, the New York Guardians. That's right. The Guardians? Yeah, I got to say. They, I, they, I mean, yeah, of course I'm probably a little biased, but like... Who's going to be playing quarterback for them, Perez or McGloin? McGloin. He does it. I, I know. You know I know. Perez that. is your boy. You know I feel about but that. no, Perez. We, we uh, we're going. We're going with McGloin, and he's gonna take them to the championship. However, they won't be able to overcome Landry Jones, and who I think the X factor is, Bob Stoops. What a name. <laughs> the what a name. Stoops. The co- the coach of the Renegades. He's a he's a phenomenal coach. Some NFL experience. 
I think I think that's going to be very crucial to their success. So we got our XFL championship predictions out of the way. What about uh some way too early Super Bowl predictions? Well, I do know it's a little early, but my early, early, early prediction is that the Kansas City Chiefs, led by Mahomes once again, okay, off with his new two hundred million dollar extension, will win the Super Bowl, which will be played on President's Weekend after the new CBA. Wow! All right, so that's your bold prediction for next year. Yeah, they, <laughs> they will be Russell Wilson and the Seattle Seahawks. That'd be a fun game. I would, I would love to see that. Lots of scrambling, lots of big plays, and yeah, it should be exciting. So Russell my, Wilson will be looking for his uh, second Super Bowl ring and yeah, redemption. Yeah, I, uh, I would love to see that. What about you? Well, mine, uh, mine isn't uh, bold to the point where I'm predicting when it's going to be played, but I do have. The Rams and the Texans. Rams back at it again. The Rams going to Tampa for the Super Bowl. The Ram- <laughs> Super Bowl hangover is a real thing, and they prove it to everyone. Jared Goff has a comeback year. Todd Gurley has a comeback is year. Is it going to be Jared Goff, you think? It is going to be Jared Goff. They paid him that money. They have to. They have to stick with him. Not Tom Brady? Not Tom Brady. Not Tom Brady. Not there. That's for another episode. We'll get to that later. We'll, we'll- We'll get to that later. So yeah, I have the Texans and the Rams, and I have the Rams winning because uh, I just don't think the Texans' defense is good enough, nor their own line. But I guess they uh, they make it to the Super Bowl. Exciting game, high scoring. Uh, I I'd say it's high scoring. Two two high power offenses, or you know what? I, I can even see like the Rams blowing them out if they wow. have if they have this season. I'm thinking. I know you guys think I'm crazy, but like. Their roster on paper is too good for them not to at least make the playoffs. And they were 9-7 and seven this year. They didn't have a terrible year. How do you think the Texans are even going to make it there? I feel like their roster isn't built well enough. See, that's what you think. But you just missed out on all of free agency. And a huge signing. Melvin Gordon, ladies and gentlemen. Mel has, G. Mel G has joined the Houston Texans. That's right. This isn't official. This is not a woge bomb. But this is my prediction. And if you don't like it, well, then you can just come up with your own prediction, I guess. Yeah, and so send it to us. Send it to us, yeah. Well, maybe, maybe we'll get a feature on the podcast. Maybe not. Who knows? Maybe but, we can start up like a voicemail box, possibly. Oh, that could be good down the road. It should be interesting. But DM at Angry Knicks fans if that is something that may interest you. Oh, yeah. Send me your ideas. I, I'd appreciate that. And while you're there, like some posts. Yeah, while you're there, like some posts. And if you don't follow, follow. Come on. This this simple stuff, guys. But thank you for listening. Hope you enjoyed. Like, share, subscribe, follow. I don't even know what the terminology is. Or, as they say in the podcast industry, let's do that podcast. We'll be back next week. If you're still here, then enjoy some nice music. Music.